Real changes require real solutions. At Back to Life Radio, powered by BZ Transfer Systems, we know that life happens. And when it's time to get back to life, we're here for you. Now, here are your hosts, Linda Pavick and Paul Frazier. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back to Life Radio. My name is Paul Frazier. And today is kind of going to be a touchy subject for a lot of people out there, but um, we all have to deal with it because it's the fact of life. Today, we're going to be talking about age and how do we deal with it, how do we slow it down, and what can we do about it, which I don't know what I can do about it. I just got to, we, we all have to accept it that we're all going to be getting older, but it's how you approach it that will make your life a lot better and you know what as the show says it will also get you back into it back into life so i'm here with my great friend and co-host sandra beck how you doing sandra great paul this is one of my favorite topics i love talking about (laughs) anti-aging anti-aging yeah you got all these creams out there you got i think now i saw yesterday on the uh on the tv if you just uh put on a mask, a green mask, and wear it for a day, the wrinkles on your face will go away and so will your face. I swear to God, this thing is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I would trust that thing, but <laughs> but yeah, so aging everybody. So you gotta, you gotta deal with it. And what's the best way of dealing with it? Well, I found the best way of dealing with it is exercise for me. I've also found the best way of dealing with it is acting your age. Well, my wife always says I don't act my age. So that's the most important thing. Act younger than what you really are. So it, don't you think, Sandra, you got to act younger than what you really are? Well, you know, I think, I think, yes, if you, if you, if you, I don't know if it's so much act younger, but if you embrace the child within you, you know, and you, you know, I think it's very easy as we get older for, especially when I talk to my peers, you know, they, they like to talk about their aches and pains. Oh, this is bothering me. Oh, their hip is bothering me. You know, all this stuff. And that's a real bummer for a conversation and it drags everything down. And so I think, you know, when you talk about, you know, not acting your age, Kids and young people, they don't focus on the things that are wrong in their life. They focus on what they're looking forward to. They focus on, you know, the exciting things in their life. You know, if you have friends who have young children, they're they're looking to that kid's next milestone. They're not focusing on, you know, themselves and whatever problems they have. And you mentioned something critical, which I think is is really important, Paul, as you mentioned exercise, you know, exercise is absolutely the fountain of youth. I'm, I'm skilled in senior fitness and the people over the age of 50 who exercise are profoundly better off than those who don't. I mean, just their mood is better. Yeah. It, exercise promotes that most hard. They, it promotes not even the mood but it promotes also great health. But, it, you know, it, it also curves aging because when you exercise, you look a lot better, you feel a lot better, and your attitude is a lot better. So that curves the aging prospect because I think people who age and people who are getting old and don't do nothing, you know, just wait for it to happen, I think. 
I think they're get they get grumpier. I think they're always in a bad mood. I I think you have to embrace it and just accept it. Everybody's going to be getting old. Everybody. I mean, it's that's just the way it goes. You're going to be getting old, but it's just how do you approach it? You know, how do you approach the age? So, you know, I was telling my my grandkids. Um, I told them you got to respect old people because you know what I told them. I said because you know why. I graduated before Google and Wikipedia. <laughs> and they, they looked at me and they go, you graduated before that? I go, yeah, that was high school. Wow. You know, I mean, it was just, it's amazing to see how their face lights up when you, when you mention anything that they're used to. And back then, heck, I didn't know anything about Google or Wikipedia. I don't even think anybody did back then in 82, 1982. I don't even know if it was even around, but... No, no, but you know, Paul, you bring up a really good point. You know, when we talk about, you know, Google and, and, you know, the computer age, the digital age, we have so much more information at our fingertips about aging and about what we can do, um, you know, kind of to what I call age backwards. Like I feel like I'm aging backwards and the way that I'm aging backwards is I'm mindful of my strength. You know, I lift weights because, you know, as you age, you lose your muscle strength and I make a concerted effort to stretch not every day, but at least a couple times a week, or maybe I'll take a yoga class at the gym because one of the things that happens as we get older, we tend to be more static. We sit more, we, we don't move as much. So all of our joints, every Everything gets stiffer, like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. And anybody can stretch those things out. Like, that's not something that we have to accept. We don't have to accept bone loss. We don't have to accept muscle loss. And we don't have to accept flexibility loss. Those are all choices. No, and, you know, you're right, because um, I have this problem. I was, I got a bulging disc in my lower back now. And it just hurts like crazy. I didn't know if I could sit here today. I was going to do it standing up. But um, and it all deals with not not exercising your lower back. And I haven't been doing. It. I used to go to the club all the time, but now since this whole new age has set in with this COVID thing, it's kind of kept me home. So and I'm just and it just really got to me. So. And I'm going, man, when I was going to the club, my back was perfect. But now when I get, I haven't, well, that was probably about three, last time I've been to a club was two years ago. And I'm telling you what, I do a lot of exercises and stuff at home. I keep myself pretty well in trim, but I don't know how to work out my back when I'm at home, my lower back. And it is really bad. So now I went to the doctor. They found out I have two bulging discs. And I have to do something about it. So they're going to keep, they're going to enroll me in a physical therapy, physical therapy thing where they have a hospital and exerciser. So I'm going to have to start doing this now for a month. So welcome to middle age. So I don't know. What a gift does middle age start? What's that? You know, what a gift that is because, you know, because of the pandemic, you couldn't do your usual whatever, you know, and your body changed, you know, just like anyone's would. And what a gift of this bulging disc because now you're going to get the instruction you need to help solve that problem. Yeah. And yeah, right. And if I didn't, if I would have let this go, it would have got worse because everybody in my family has had back surgery. 
everyone has had lower back surgery and I am the only one that hasn't and I don't want to have surgery if I can if I can prolong it or if I cannot have it I'll do whatever I have to do but I tell you the the real the real frightening thing about middle age I don't even know when middle age starts nowadays everything changes is that you know <laughs> is that you know when you you know that when you hit middle age you know that you'll grow out of it you know <laughs> so I mean, I don't even know when it starts. When does middle age start? Well, they now say, you know, somebody starts middle age around 50. And, but, you know, that's really a concept that I'm willing to challenge because yeah. I have, I have some ladies in my senior fitness class that are 75 and 79 respectively, and I'd put them on a spin bike next to you any day. I mean, these women are fit, so... Well, yeah. So they probably look a lot. I mean, their skin's probably tighter and everything, right? I mean, they're probably looking pretty dang good, right? They do. You know, they look marvelous. And, you know, there's something about, you know, good nutrition, good sleep, good um, movement. You know, these things are not, they're easy. They're difficult. They're, they're not, let's see, what should I say? They're they're simple concepts, but they're not easy to do. Like if I say to you, Paul, you're going to need to walk every day. You're going to need to eat your colors, you know, your fruits and vegetables. Right. And I need you to get eight hours sleep. All of these sound simple, but they're not easy to do. No. You know, wake us up. Dogs wake us up. We feel right. like, you know, eating an ice cream cone as opposed right. to a salad. Like all right. these things, all these little lifestyle choices, you know, we make all these little micro choices every day. And most of us aren't even aware of them because we've been doing the same thing for 20 years. Yeah. And that, 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 that's, that, that's it. You're, you hit it right on the spot. You know, you have to change whatever you were doing when you're young, you can't do that anymore. When you're young, you have to change your lifestyle. When you get older, if you want to slow down the aging process, because if you keep doing what you're doing when you were 20, I mean, going to bars every night, drinking all this stuff. I mean, you're not going to live to see your 60th birthday because it's, it takes a toll on you. And I can't believe how much alcohol drains your body. I mean, I see people who have been drinking in a long time. Boy, do they look rough. You know what well, I mean? Poison. You know, you're put, you're literally putting, you know, and I can have some pretty extreme ideas. Um, you know, as I sit here and drink a shake that just, it just tastes like I scraped it off the bottom of my lake. Um, you know, but but making the choice for these things, you know, if you choose to smoke, if you choose to, yeah. you know, drink alcohol regularly you know these things these are again choices that you make and some of them i know are really hard especially if people have been unwinding to alcohol for years or if they've been smoking for years but i have seen in my gym where i work cases of people who got clean and sober who stopped smoking and they look like a different person yeah i know it makes him look younger doesn't it I mean, it really, my dad used to be really, really a heavy drinker, and he looked really old, 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 old. And this is when I was growing up. But when he quit, he quit smoking because they had, to, they'd had to tell him that you have to have back surgery. So in order for you to not to have back surgery, you have to quit smoking. So he quit cold turkey. He quit drinking. And I tell you what, his, his whole, he started the wrinkles and the lines on his face started to disappear. He started to get color back into his face. Yes. It was a whole different deal. 
Yeah, because his circulation is working. He's getting oxygen to the cells in his body. Paul, I think we have to go to commercial break. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we're going to touch more on this subject when we get back with more of your, with our subjects here, aging. So when we get back, we will talk more about aging. So we'll see you next. We'll see you when we get back on Back to Life Radio. with more from Back to Life Radio after these messages. Caregivers and healthcare professionals risk injury moving people from one surface to another. Moving a person can put a strain on your back and neck or put a patient at risk. That's where Breezy Premium Transfer Systems reduce the risk of injury and allow you to transfer patients up to 400 pounds. Instead of lifting and straining, Breezy allows you to slide and glide your patient, family, or friend. There is a better way. Thanks to Breezy, it's so easy. When you need clean hands and water is scarce, it's Copper Touch to the rescue. Kills up to 94% of germs and is made of 99.9% of antimicrobial copper. Isn't it time you made the switch from messy, inconvenient sanitizers? You have a lifetime of germ protection when you have the Copper Touch. Visit coppertouch.com. Moving a person can put a strain on your back and neck and put a patient at risk. Caregivers and health professionals risk injury moving people from one surface to another. That's where BZ Premium Transfer Systems reduce the risk of injury and allow you to transfer patients up to 400 pounds. Visit BZBoards.com. Thanks to BZ, it's so easy. We're back with more from Linda Pavick and Paul Frazier. Hello and welcome back to Back to Life Radio. I'm talking here with Sandra Beck and we're talking about the old, old topic of aging and aging. And what does that do? How do you slow it down? How do you accept it? Well, it's not easy to accept and it's it's very hard to slow down, but we're going to go through how we some tips maybe on how to do it and um i was talking to sandra about exercising and she was and diet and stuff like that when we were leaving we were talking about alcohol use and stuff like that how it can make you make you just you know look older with alcohol use and stuff like that and so it's it's amazing how age just transforms your life into like this i think age it shrinks you, doesn't it? Does age, your bones shrink up when you age. Is that correct, Sandra? Do you know anything about that? Or well, I, I think, yes, there is some, there is some bone loss, but a lot of that can be attributed to, to not, um, you know, to not having proper nutrition, not proper exercise. I mean, there's going to be changes as we age that we can't help, but the severity of it, you know, has to do with lifestyle and your own genetics. Right. Well, you know what? I can't wait for the time when I turn 80 because I will have learned everything in life that there is to learn. But I'm just hoping that I remember it all when I'm 80 years old, because I tell you, your mind 
changes when you when you're when you're age and i beginning to feel the effects of that because i forget a lot of things i've always been forgetful but now i'm telling you i forget everything and it's hard it's i mean i need cue cards i need sheets i can't remember a dang thing sandra and it's driving me nuts you you do a lot of yoga is that correct I do. I do. I do a lot of different fitness classes. I do. Um, I do Tai Chi, which is very gentle. I swim. I take yoga classes. I teach uh, cycling classes. So a lot of these things that I do are designed to help me with my energy level and with my cognition. You know, when you aren't working out enough, when you are eating too many complex carbohydrates and sugars, you can have brain fog. You know, a lot of that can be attributed yeah. to your nutrition. Yeah, right. And so when we're talking about how the mind changes when you get older, um, <clears throat> do you think meditation works for the mind? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it calms the mind. It it gives uh, balance to the body. When you meditate, you calm your nervous system down, you slow things down in your body. It has all sorts of secondary benefits that can help your cognition, your stress level. Because think about it, when you're stressed, if you're anxious, if you're upset, if you're emotional, how clear is your thinking? Right. Right. So you're saying when you met, there's all kinds of different kinds of meditation. Uh, what do you, when you want to, you know, just erase everything and, you know, that's giving you stress and all this stuff and to, you know, to make your mind functionable and also maybe it slows down aging. I don't know if meditation does that, but what would be a good meditation for me? Now, I had never meditated before. And I want to know what you think would be, I mean, would it be just sitting there like a yoga pose and just going hum or what? <laughs> well, oh. you know, you could do that, but I find those things to be really annoying. <laughs> um, and, and I tend to employ a couple different techniques. And if I'm really anxious and I'm having trouble settling down, I will go on a walking meditation. And a walking meditation is walking and moving, or you could be cycling. And I, I don't listen to music. I don't listen to anything. I shut my phone off and I just walk in nature and I let my thoughts drift. And they tend to start out really anxious, like, oh my gosh, how am I going to, what am I going to, how's this going to happen? And then eventually, you know, the brain quiets down and you just walk and I, I make Make an effort to look at trees, look at the sky, look at the, and to find some things that I appreciate, like, wow, are those clouds pretty? Or isn't that a nice tree? You know, I try to calm myself down that way. Now, if I'm super, super anxious and I have racing brain and it's in the middle of the night, I will take out my headphones and I will listen to things called the solfeggio frequencies. And these are ancient frequencies. They've been around and they're the same frequencies. Like if you hear somebody hit a gong or you hear the Gregorian chants or you go to church and you hear certain hymns, a lot of these frequencies, a lot of these tones are very soothing to the body. And so they're called solfeggio, S-O-L-F-E-G-G-I-O. You can look them up. They're on YouTube. They're on Spotify. There's all sorts of things everywhere. So I put on my headphones and I start playing that music with these really soothing tones. And I tend to fall asleep and start to relax. So you can use music 
and you can use imagery. You know, you can do a guided imagery. There's a lot of those on YouTube. And you literally just plug your headphones in and listen. I mean, how hard is it to listen? The yeah. most people think meditation is just sitting cross-legged with their hands on their knees, you know, making a sound. But there's really a lot more to it than, um, than that. And there's a lot more options for you. So when people say Zen, is that like, is that where the, when people say you found your Zen place? Yeah. What, what is that? What's the Zen place where we got to go? For me, Zen is a place where my body is calm and I'm in harmony with everything around me. You know, I'm not cold. I'm not hot. I'm not upset. I'm not sad. I'm just in this very peaceful place of, of, you know, drifting and, I think a lot of people can relate to the Zen place, like right before you go to sleep, when you're in that very pleasant, like drowsy drifting off or waking up in the morning when you wake up and you're just waking up, like kind of the twilight of waking up. Mm-hmm. That's a feeling of Zen. That's a very peaceful feeling. Huh. Well, I got to find my Zen because um, I need well, you know, I have a lot of anxiety, but maybe I should uh, exercise helped me a lot through my anxiety and everything. But as far as the aging process goes, um, I need to know how I can, uh, you know, uh, slow it down because my I can feel my body changing every day, every, the, every year I get older. And I need to know how to go about, I mean, it's going to change no matter what, but how do I go about accepting it to where I can live a great life. You know, I just, I got to figure that out. And this back thing is really beginning to be a problem with me. So I hopefully when I go to these places that it will, it will make my back stronger and I will be able to slow down the aging process. But you know, another thing is Sandra is that people, do you dread birthdays, Sandra's? Do you dread, you don't dread, a lot of people dread their birthdays. They can't stand it. I'm one of them because that means I'm getting a year older. And I don't like to make a big fuss out of my birthdays and stuff like that. So I don't ever tell anybody that it's my birthday. But I was realizing that the more birthdays you have, the longer you'll live. And I'm going, you know, that's I guess that's a celebration. That's that's why we have birthdays is because the more birthdays you have, hey, you're, you're, you're going to be living a lot longer. So... <laughs> So we can look at it that way, but I think aging. Oh, sorry, I think the aging process is a, a demon that we all face, and we just got to find some way to either slow it down or just accept it, which we have to accept it because it happens to everybody. But I think the topics that Sandra was using—the the meditation, the yoga, the exercising, the eating right—will slow down your aging process. But it's also the way of life. You have to have a way of life that's not stress. Stress is a lot about aging. Don't you agree with me? Well, and you know, a lot of our, you know, where all this comes from, Paul, is what is your relationship with aging? You know, if you look at aging as somehow this terrible, awful thing, you'll create that. If you look at aging as a natural part of life, you know, when a car ages, we change the tires. We might wrote, you know, we might get the oil changed a little longer. We might tender, treat it, you know, like rent a car if we're going on a long trip and leave our old car, you know, so that we don't stress it out. You know, 
people are so good at taking care of their cars, but they never translate that to taking care of their body. So as their body ages, you know, you don't have to not like it and resent that X, Y, and Z is happening. You can look at it and love it like you would a cherished car. You know, look at antique cars. People love them. And we shine them up and we buff them out and we put new tires on them. But yet the last thing we would do when our bodies are aging is buff it up and put new tires on it, you know, take really good care of it. You know, as as cherished possessions age, we take care of it. When our dogs age, we take care of them. When our parents age, we take care of them. What is it in our psyche that is so resistant that we can't look at our bodies as they age with love and cherish them and help them be the best they can be? That's one of the things that I fail to understand why people resent and hate aging. Well, you know, we could also slow down aging, uh, Sandra, by just going under the, underneath a knife and just put all this plastic into your body. So when yeah, you do get older, that's vitality, Paul, comes from the inside out. Yeah, I know body is healthy when you're everything's functioning that when you have all the proper nutrients and vitamins and you know the right carb balance with your protein you know there's no um there's no substitute for radiant health right and i don't understand why people do that i don't think you're supposed to put stuff into your body because your body is going to reject it sooner or later and it's not going to be good and have you seen these people that inject their stuff into the i mean they look Oh, yeah, Restylane and the fillers. You know, if somebody really hates a part of their body, I don't have a problem of them going under the knife to change it. You know, some of us are born with beautiful noses. Some of us are not. If you don't like the way you look, then go ahead and change it. But I do think that you have to work from the inside out as well as the outside in. Yeah, that's the most important is to work from the inside out. That's what's going to give you your slowing down your aging processes. You know, just your demeanor of how you go about it and just how you go through life, you know. And I think you got to welcome it, right, Senator? You got to welcome aging. Otherwise, it's going to it's gonna take a toll and it's going to stress you out. And we don't need to be doing that anymore. So, well, before we wrap things up, Sandra, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. I want to thank you a lot for coming. And uh, hopefully you'll have a safe trip down to San Diego when you go today so and i also want to thank our sponsors our sponsors today are bz boards and there that is bzboards.com b-e-a-s-y boards.com check out their new website and videos and all their products that they offer bz boards gliding you to a better life and also by copper touch coppertouch.com find out what all the scientists are talking about this product and why Copper Touch can get you cleaner, get your hands clean in 60 seconds. Copper Touch, put the power of copper right, right, right there in your hands with Copper Touch. So I want to thank everybody for joining us today. And I also want to thank you, the listeners. So from all of us here at Back to Life Radio, we will see you next time. Ciao. On behalf of your hosts, Linda Pavick and Paul Frazier, and our friends at BZ Trans Systems, 
Thanks for listening. For more information, go to www.bzboards.com and join us next time on Back to Life Radio. Thank you.